0: Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina.
1: DeLome stops. He throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross.
0: Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome.
1: Jake DeLome, my good friend. Nice to talk to you. Uh, I'm assuming. Everything I looked at the maps. I know there's a ton of devastation down there in your part of the world in Louisiana, but I'm assuming everything was good for, is good for you guys. Give me the update and then we can cut to uh the good stuff. Uh
0: very quick on my end, got extremely lucky. We um had very little wind and honestly no rain. Um Saturday afternoon the update it took uh, about a 20 to 30 mile toggle east and we were on the good side of a hurricane so to be honest we got we were spared um Grand Isle Louisiana and all that area south um of New Orleans uh and New Orleans they just got pummeled um just absolutely devast- total devastation heartbreaking um you know so Everything that uh, people see on the television, um, it's that—if not a lot worse. So, you know, if if anybody can do anything, whatnot, it's a—it uh, would be greatly appreciated because uh, a magnitude, a storm of that magnitude, I think it was only the second time ever in Louisiana, uh, one that fierce and large and destructive ever came through.
1: Well, I'm glad to hear you guys are fine, and obviously, Jake, everybody's seen on the news and TV and reading about. <laughs> what's happening down there. Uh, Let me ask you as a Louisiana guy, does there ever become a point when you like when somebody's living in a, if in a certain area of the US, you know, for us out here in the West, it's like wildfires now, right? So like every year, where I'm at, like, we're not gonna catch on fire because we're in like a high desert, you know, a lot of agriculture irrigation around us. But like the mountains all around in California, Oregon, there's so many fires. So like, we've all started out here to just not plan late July, early August, you wouldn't like, you wouldn't go want to go do a camp trip or like some big adventure then because likely there's going to be smoke. Like that's becoming what's normal now for us out here. In Louisiana, is it like you just know there's going to be devastation every so often? Cause that's sure what it seems like.
0: Well, you know, you obviously have hurricane season, and you cannot predict. Um, and usually, and and I say that lightly, I mean, usually it's to the latter part of July, I guess you can say, um, when the Gulf of Mexico gets extremely warm, and it's just a recipe for any of those storms that kind of come into the Gulf. And if there's nothing, obviously, I'm not a weatherman, but anything, some type of front that can keep it at bay, or they talk about the, um, the, from the African coast is where all of these storms start. So it's, is there a ton of dust off the African coast, which keeps it at bay? Uh, so you're constantly, this time of year, you're constantly watching uh, just to see. Uh, and usually you have ample time to prepare and get ready. This one was a little bit different, uh, but you, you just kind of know there is the risk of a possible hurricane. Uh, type of situation, Um, you know, the latter part of July, but more so, you know, mid-August to like the first week or two in September. I mean, it's it's a strong chance, you know, there could be a hurricane. You just, you know, you you hope it's it's not in your area. And I'm very lucky where I'm at. I'm a, a couple of hours inland. So, yes, we do get high winds and rain and things of that nature. But if ever we have a direct hit, Yes, it can be very bad, at least where I'm living at, but it will start to kind of slow down some where the, the poor people on the coast, when they get a direct hit, it's um, it's very severe to say the least.
1: You wonder about like the Saints, Jake, so they've had to relocate a number of times this year included and the nightmare of COVID compliance and all that makes it even more complex. But you wonder if the Saints ever in their business talks amongst themselves ever think about relocating, even just the day to day operations or the practice facility or something like that, like you're saying, more inland and and how business is going to respond to continuing trends like this but uh, uh, anyways i'm happy i'm happy that you guys are good jake and i'm happy that it's september and so i got a question for you jake how different is september in your mind now than it was when you were playing and i asked that because I never really liked September as a football player because I always just felt like I just want to get to November as a football player. You know, like those early games, they were fun. It was still hot in Charlotte. You had so many games left on the calendar and just kind of the O-lineman in me. I just always felt like let's just get through September and then the season gets fun after that. Now... September's my favorite month, man. The weather's awesome. Football's on, school's in session. You can still like do outdoor nice things. I can't get enough of September, Jake. How do you feel?
0: I'm the same way. I think September, I know Jordan, when I played, it was, you went through training camp and and yes, uh, I enjoyed it, but that was a so-called necessary evil to get yourself ready. And then it's like, for me, September was, can we just get the first game started? I, I know that's kind of how my mindset worked. It seemed like it took forever to get to week one. And then once it started, I just, my mind was head down, grind, get get to business. But nowadays I look at it as it's September, I get to go call a football game and I get to watch a football game and be a part of it. Um, and, and I know how much I missed it, missing out last year. And then the Louisiana in me is, heck, let's get to mid-September, the latter part of September. We might get a cool front. It might be sixty-five degrees in the morning, and it might only get to eighty-eight degrees in the afternoon. You know, so you start to get that taste. So that's kind of where my mindset goes when it comes to uh, September.
1: See, I'm ahead of you. We're ahead of you out here, right? So we've already getting cool mornings down into like low fifties, high forties and i even have been sleeping out with my five-year-old in the backyard in the tent we've done that a couple weekends in the morning you gotta have you gotta have sleeping bag all the way up jake none of this like hot summer camping where you got all your legs out of the sleeping bag and you're just dying and can't wait for morning because it's so uncomfortable we're full-on cozy and on in there you know dew on the grass it's awesome Oh, I love it right now. I mean, I've even like toyed around with having a couple campfires, Jake, but I'm not pushing the limits yet. I'm saving that for a few weeks from now.
0: Well, Jordan, if we had, you know, high 50s uh, in the morning over here, we're pulling out scarves. I mean, that's that's just the (laughs) way we are down here. Do you wear scarves? uh, you, no, are you a scarf just, uh, guy now no no i'm not it's just a figure of speech i mean like okay. we get something like this down here uh we're, we're, we're pulling out the heavy artillery we're pulling out the heavy clothes because uh we're, we're not used to this
1: i think uh, in my mind i pictured how fancy you've gotten down there with your horse your race horses and your scarves <laughs> like that horse is looking like a champion there that's how you talk now yeah, no, that's uh
0: as you can tell by my accent, that's uh, certainly certainly not the case.
1: Yeah, you you're like from you're like from Charleston now or
0: something like that.
1: Uh you asked me off air and I said I'd wait to tell you. My high school football team the Grizzlies were one and Jake. That's okay, awesome. we got the win. How
0: many times did you throw the football on Friday night?
1: Not many, probably eight. What was the final score? 22-18. Time of wow. possession? grizzlies i don't know if officially but we had to have had it for over 75 percent of the game we had the ball it was pretty now i mean it's not the okay, most so, fun football to watch but it's effective okay
0: and i would assume the game went by pretty quick now 22 to 18 my question would be was it a like tight one score game and you had to go into four minute offense to run it out or did they score late to make the score uh look a little closer than it actually was
1: we, kept, we were ahead the whole game, but it was always one for one, right? At the end, though, we made him punt. We get the ball on like our own 20 with eight and a half minutes to go. We run the clock out, taking a, a knee at the end. How do you feel about that?
0: How much time left? Eight, and a, oh eight and a half minutes. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Okay. So Just so churning it out. Does the quarterback bleed the clock? Meaning, is he oh, watching yeah. the the play clock now do you guys next question do you have a play clock uh at your high school there no there's not like no
1: yeah there's there's not one you can see you just have to watch the back judge correct and he holds his hand up when there's five seconds left so that's when you snap it so it's like i never i don't think i've ever seen a delay a game called you know what i mean like you got to be so obvious that you're not snapping the ball because it's just it's so hard to tell so he does that uh this week though jake we're expanding our offense to a little check with me, old Panther style. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh, okay. All right. Now,
0: <laughs> question: Are we using a color to determine if it's a run or a pass? Oh, it's all Jake. DeLo- it's all stolen from Jake
1: DeLome over the years. Oh. So you can come in right now and run our whole offense. It's all—it's all your terminology and everything when I put it in. Man, Beautiful. I love it. I, I love
0: it. So one more question no. about the game. So the last eight-minute yep. drive. How many times did you call the same play on that drive?
1: Well, I don't call the plays. I'm O-line, D-line coach. That's it. Our head coach has been here for 20-something years and has won a bunch of state titles, and he's got a heck of a good program. Uh, But we called the same play. We we have a play called Tight Pitch, and we line up, seriously, because we're the wing tee, we line up foot-to-foot in a two-point okay. stance because we shift out a lot, right? So we'll shift right. and then we'll wind up. In tight pitch, we start out in our bunch, you know, our tight down formation and we snap the son of a gun and a QB turns, opens up uh, like opposite the ball or opposite the back that he pitches to. And then he leads up the hole and it's just our, our whole offense. <laughs> Our whole offense is like just bulldozing on one side of the O-line and everyone on the field is within 7 yards of each other and we get like 5 yards every time it's amazing.
0: That's awesome. I love it. Keep it simple, <laughs> just be effective. Absolutely love it. it. Is
1: uh i do have something though i need to talk about and we'll at some point we'll talk about the panthers but i've instituted so what happens on our team is a lot of kids they get hurt and it's their first injury ever or first pain and what do they do jake they're on the ground rolling around panicking okay so every injury looks like it's a completely exploded knee acl mcl pcl everything's gone and then you know 10 minutes later the kids are fine right so i'm trying to train them they're like, that's not good man let's not go right for that so i've instituted the rules of injury so when you get hurt you think you have an injury rule number one jake do you know what it is if you can get up you get up yeah it's simpler than that don't panic all right okay because everybody panics (laughs) so yeah so but they don't learn it until they until they get hurt and panic and then they learn that they panicked and they're fine they don't know to not panic so yesterday in practice we had a kid and i'm trying to like get them to all like give each other a hard time when they get dinged so that we can all learn the difference between an injury and just like you know a football ding right so the, one of our guys goes down and he's on the ground rolling around slamming his fists in the ground you'd think like he you know he broke his tibia fibula or whatever and our head coach and took everybody around him like, don't panic, don't panic. He goes, "I'm panicking," and he's hitting his, he's hitting his fist on the ground. Sure enough, he gets up. He's back in on Team D like 12 minutes later, Jake. So I'm trying oh, to build it. some tougher people here. So, so no, it's good. Uh, Panthers. Okay, let's talk. Off, it's the bye week, which is weird. So, what do you do with the bye week? And then there's all the roster moves. Uh, we only have two quarterbacks on the roster. We brought in another offensive guard. We traded with Carolina North for DN Daryl Johnson. What in the world's going on, Jake? How do you think we're doing right now?
0: You know, uh, I, I still think you'll see some maybe movement bottom of the roster type. I know it has kind of come out. They're still looking for a possible kick slash punt returner, which I think is um I think it's something that we desperately need, to be very honest with you. I think that's a, a part of the game where we could see some improvement there to help us improve. Um. The claim that we did make a pretty significant name in Michael Jordan. So, thought so that was uh, just a little side note there. So, there's two Michael. So, Jordans I mean, everybody, to- Jake,
1: everybody's going to talk about that, but that's a big decision by the parent because this kid's. <laughs> Obviously I was, named after Michael Jordan. Okay, you know, and you're, like you're just you got that's kind of like every time someone meets that guy, his whole life. Oh, Michael Jordan. Oh, cool. You know, like that's you're just putting a lot
0: on that guy to have to deal with. Very much, so. and I thinking about that yesterday when I saw that he was claimed, and I was actually on my lawnmower cutting grass, and I started thinking to myself, man. Michael Jordan like that <laughs> growing up, you know, especially if, if he played basketball, which I'm assuming he probably did, because oh, most, yeah. I guess professional athletes played multiple sports and was probably very good in basketball, you
1: know. So, yeah. like,
0: you know, the, the crowd or his teammates. Anyway, just a little side note there.
1: Yeah. But, but there's got to be like, I don't know. There's got to be a limit of the name there's certain names that are off limits right and naming your kid at like what if his middle name was jordan or something it was like michael jordan delome you could hide that that's just right. That's coming right at you, man. Those are big shoes to fill. You know, like you don't want to, your kid doesn't want to go into politics. You say your kid ends up in politics, but you named him, you know, Winston Churchill. That's just a, that's just, you, you got to be careful with that as a parent, but you know, this guy's a pro athlete too. So maybe they willed it to happen just by the name alone. Maybe there's like a 50, 50, should we, should he make the team or not all the way through his athletic career? And they're like, well, his Mike, his name's Michael Jordan. We should probably keep him. And then, next, you know, just the leg up all the way through. Now he's an NFL player. Maybe they, maybe they're smarter than I am.
0: Oh, they might be. Well, I'm anxious to see in a few years if we're going to have any Tom or Tommy Bradys uh, <laughs> trying to uh, make it in the NFL. <laughs> Besides yeah, the one maybe, that's still playing.
1: Maybe, yeah, he'd probably still be around in ten or fifteen years. Okay, so how do you think? Talk to me about the QB situation. Will Greer, he's a cowboy now, right? We got two yeah. quarterbacks. I like them both. But what happens um, if you get a COVID – what if you get like a COVID streaker that comes into the quarterback room and blasts them both and then they're out? There's only two. Seems like we should uh, get a third, Jake.
0: Yeah, I I still think we have some spots available practice squad-wise. And like I keep saying, I just – especially with two weeks, Jordan, because we kind of never had this, two weeks before the final cut-down day and things like that. So I still see a lot of movement that's going to happen on this roster. So at minimum you would think there would be a practice squad – uh, quarterback that can come in, maybe somebody that's uh, have some familiarity, not necessarily with Joe Brady, because this is just year two, but with possibly uh, Coach uh, Ryan, the quarterback coach, uh, Sean Ryan, you know, someone that he had uh, along the way that he feels c- very comfortable with uh, learning the system and things like that, um, was was not, not surprised that PJ was our um, backup quarterback, and I'll be honest with you, watching the Pittsburgh game the other night he ran a play in the third quarter and it was a bootleg to the right and he threw it to Tommy Trimble and hit Trimble on the run directly in stride for a big nice first down and gain uh gain and right then and there I was like yeah PJ is going to be the guy it just he just brings you that element of explosiveness that I don't think will brought and uh he was very accurate uh on that pass and and they can move him around and do some things so i um i, I kind of felt right then and there i said man pj is going to be the guy so um he certainly has familiarity uh with coach rule and you know won a game for us last year so but look let's hope sam can stay healthy and uh and have a very uh very
1: good season so one guy that we've talked about a lot cam irving left tackle there's an awesome he, he was at the podium Yesterday And it's all up on Panthers.com. I watched the, the whole thing. And a couple of takeaways. <clears throat> I enjoyed hearing from him. I didn't realize how excited he was. I mean, obviously, I've never spoken to him uh, in person or anything. But he's, he very well said how excited he is that he's getting, for the first time in his career, and it's his seventh season, the first time he's getting to play one position. He's being asked to play one position. And how enjoyable it's been to be able to work on the little details of just being a left tackle. Jake, that you know those guys that come in and like okay you're a fullback and a tight end and you got to do special teams and there's the old saying in the nfl the more you can do the less they'll pay you right and it's so true <laughs> and i i think about being an offensive lineman and being asked to play center guard and tackle you never get really good i mean really excellent have the opportunity to get excellent at any of it because every position's just a little bit different so he's so excited to be here and the other thing that he was talking about in, at the podium was that they asked him if he's going to get fined by the O-line for doing the interview. He said, probably. And that made me so happy, Jake, to hear that the Par- the Carolina Panthers O-line has a fine system because that camaraderie of the O-line and giving each other a hard time and back to what I was talking about with my high school team, trying to get the guys to recognize, don't panic when you get hurt and have like make light of some of that stuff and raz each other. To know the O-line is still doing some of those things from the days gone by makes me think that this unit is made up of the right kind of guys. And I'm just excited. to to watch him Jake I don't know if you saw that interview but it was sure enjoyable for Cam
0: I I did see it and, and and that's the thing that I don't know if people truly understand the whole camaraderie aspect of it Because you're going to spend more time with these players, or you already have spent more time with these players in the last month than you have with your family. And this is just going to continue through the end of the season. So you're spending more time with uh, these adult alpha male grown men than you will with your family. So it just builds unity, togetherness, teamwork, and, and in essence, as simple as this sounds, like I got your back type of type of situation, because that's kind of what it is. This, this is a long grinding season. And I I agree with you. I thought that takeaway, I enjoyed hearing that. And that just kind of makes me think that, okay, all right. I kind of like this, man. You just, you, you kind of get that sense. And when you watch the guys play, I know it's preseason, but watching them, especially defensively this past, um, uh, Saturday night when I was watching the game. I don't know, man. I just this defensive unit flying around just kind of very excited for each other and I just maybe there's something brewing and, and that's why it's so important to start the season off hot. If you can start off strong it, it, things can snowball and uh, they can snowball in a very good way.
1: Here's how much I like our defense, Jake. Last night we had our couples fantasy league draft and it's hard with parents with kids in sports and all that to schedule a time where everybody can sit down and focus. So out of 12, six couples, 12 teams, only about four of us were not (laughs) auto-drafting. That's the kind of, well, I was one of those. So I guess what defense I picked, Jake? Carolina Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Exactly right. So I'm a little Panthers heavy. I got uh, Robbie Anderson as well uh, and Terrence Marshall. So, but it's always fun to kind of do it that way. Are you doing a fantasy, league? Oh, I I do have Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. How do you feel about that?
0: I like both of those. I am not doing one yet this year. Our little group disbanded for whatever reason. I'm not saying it's not too late to get in one. Uh, but I like both your quarterbacks there. um in a word um, or a phrase, they don't suck. So, well, uh, here is my strategy.
1: So, yeah, they are. My wife, Dana, was auto drafting because she couldn't find her login information for the NFL.com <laughs> website. <laughs> so, I saw that, like, in years past, she always wants to have a pretty sweet quarterback. And she ended up auto-drafting, not having a QB till like, and she ended up with Tannehill. Perfectly fine quarterback. But I saw that was happening, Jake. This kind of sleazy husband I am, I knew – I snatched up Lamar Jackson – just to have some bargaining power off the field with my wife, if I'm like, "Hey, I got a quarterback. You know what? What do you get? What's the deal here? We're we gonna work something out. You know, it might be like who's tucking the kids in or a little, you know, back massage, whatever. But that's the kind of guy I am,
0: Jake. Jordan, it's funny. You're um, you you should have been a uh, you should have been a head coach or coordinator. You're always thinking ahead.
1: <laughs> All right. So bye week, Jake. For early bye week uh the last thing i want to ask you about do you recommend players on bye week before the season season even starts leave town or do you think this should just be kind of like a settle in make sure all your air filters are changed in the house and you got you know all your bills paid and time to just collab or uh, calibrate before the season starts
0: buddy that's that's not even like if I'm the head coach, I don't know how they can do it. I don't know what the rules are. Like, we're going to practice one day. I'll give you off the next, practice the next. I am not. He you said get Friday, out of town.
1: Saturday, Sunday off, Jake. That's what oh, they got. Oh, man.
0: I, I, I apologize for not seeing that, but I would certainly hope, certainly hope that guys would stay in town. Now listen, there might be some guys that the family did not come during camp or, or guys that made the team. I, I I get that because that's out of necessity for the season but to go off and, and take a quick trip or something, that would be something that I would be uh, uh I would definitely frown upon.
1: Alright, well we know where you stand on that. Uh, Jake, that's all I got. Uh, we play Nampa Christian Trojans JV game tonight, varsity game tomorrow. I'll let you know if we run the clock out again on those guys. Hopefully we do.
0: I'm looking forward to it. It's week one in Louisiana high school football this week, so uh we're, we're we're about ready to get cranked up, and uh so yeah, I'm uh I'm excited for I'm excited for any football. Oh, and just a little side note: the nationally ranked Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns will be playing the University of Texas Longhorn. That's correct, yes, sir. We will what do you playing, mean nationally?
1: What ranking system is this,
0: Jordan? We like finished fifteenth in the country.
1: best. We fi- Best sucky Jordan, school in Louisiana rankings, you're number one
0: nationally. Jordan, we were 11-1 last year, 12-1. We finished 15th in the nation. We went to Iowa State last year and beat them by double digits in opening opening. You game. probably so, played
1: Melba Mustangs like we did last week and ran the ball we're out. We're playing the, the University
0: together. of Texas Longhorns this Saturday on National Fox. So just be ready for these Raging Cajuns to open a can on these Longhorns. Just wait.
1: It sounds like they're raging like crazy. Well, good luck. Hey, we're ra- Utah plays we Weber state it. tonight. If you don't got anything else to do, you can watch that. Yeah, well, I'll have something else to do. <laughs>
0: See you, man. Bye. Take care. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with a click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at OrthoCarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way.